What is up, team? Welcome back to the Red Storm Rap Reaction Podcast. I'm Pat Payne. I'm joined once again by my good friend Cole. And we're here to celebrate some big-time recruiting news by St. John's. Four-star, small forward, Jaden Glover out of uh, New Jersey, the Patrick, the Patrick School, no affiliation, Cole, uh, signs to St. John's and Rick Pitino just a few weeks after uh, the Chris Ledlin news, Rick Pitino strikes again. Cole, how are you feeling tonight? Rick Pitino is the gift that keeps on giving. Uh, what has it been, Pat, like six months? I, If you could take me back seven months ago when uh, the previous regime was here, I, you, in my wildest dreams, you couldn't tell me that this was going to be the case, that this is how happy we were going to be with our program. But. The summer has flown by, and I think a lot of that is accredited to just the, the good news that just kept coming for St. John's. I mean, from like the midway through June through the end of I mean, to now, it's just been big-time recruiting news, big-time recruiting news, and it doesn't seem like, seem like it's going to slow down nope. any time. So, um, you know, the regular season is really what matters, but I'm not complaining about all this good news that seems to, to help the, the time pass by. And not only do we have this big-time news about uh, Jaden Glover signing, but we also got news that we don't have to wait as long as we thought to see this team in action with the news that they would be playing Rutgers in an open scrimmage, an exhibition to raise charity. So... Uh, double good news for St. John's in this back past week, and perhaps some more news coming up with uh, Maker on his visit, rounding up, uh, I think he finished yesterday, so maybe news on him soon, we'll see. Big man, shot blocking extraordinaire. Yeah, he looks like he could uh, really defend, and he's got supreme length. Um, I'm not sure how much his offensive game um, is there yet, although on some of the highlights, it looks like he's got a good touch, but... Uh, with the guy that size, you'd figure if he was a stud offensively, he'd be, you know, his ranking would be quite a bit higher. So uh, that's just, you know, my perspective, because he looks like he's got all the tools defensively and he's seven two, like you said. But anyway, we're here to talk about Jaden Glover. Um, Cole, you were, you know, before we started, you were kind of banging the drums saying how much you liked him. Um, I mean, obviously, anytime you sign a four-star recruit, it's big time. Any Anytime you're able to get another local guy in New Jersey recruit that's big time as well from St. John's perspective. Um, let me get Cole back on the screen before, you know, the fans start a riot. Uh, perfect. Here's my, uh, my newest graphic for, for Jaden. He's a, a six, six small forward, four-star recruit from the Patrick school. Like I said earlier, um, he's an elite athlete with great defensive potential. I think he could guard anywhere from the, the two through four kind of comfortably. And perhaps he can, you know, even expand that as it gets bigger. Um, he's got that kind of that rangy build and that that um, you know physicality to him. Uh, he's a second four-star recruit to sign from New Jersey under Coach Patino. Um, Simeon Wilcher just a few months ago was the first. He can play multiple positions. He's physical attacking the basket. He's also a quality shooter from three. I think he's a two-way player who will have the chance to play immediately um, and a building block for the future as well. Who should thrive on the wing next to Simeon Wilcher. Uh, Cole, anything to add here on Jaden? Yeah, well, first off, for those of us that watch the uh, 24-7 commitment stream, he's obviously a gym rat keeping us till 9.30 at night because he was in the middle of basketball practice. So you already got a point in my book for that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he's a late riser. He's really been playing his best basketball within, like, the last nine months. Um, they mentioned again on that stream that he really first broke out at the D.C. Hoop Fest. He played great at the MBPA, MBPA Top 100 camp. Uh, Pangos, uh, Swiss Army knife was the way he described himself. Shooter, the ability to finish at the rim. His shot, he can like shoot off the catch or off the dribble. His handle is like really underrated. Um, 
I did just looking at some of his game logs with the Patrick school, I did notice like two games against pretty good competition. He scored 20 against uh, a Camden, New Jersey team that was with DJ Wagner and Aaron Bradshaw. So that's some really like high level talent that he was playing against there to put up 20 and uh, 19.7 rebounds, three assists performance against a, a player who he'll be familiar with now as a new teammate in Simeon Wiltshire and Roselle Catholic. So, I mean, those are two pretty good schools to put up those types of numbers. I think really like the only thing you really read about him is areas where he's going to need to put in some work is really just getting into a, a college weightlifting program and putting on some muscle and really learning how to lift weights. He's already a big kid at 6'6", 190, but has one of those frames where you can tell he can put on some muscle. And Pat made the great comp when we were talking before about uh, – talking about DJ Kennedy and sort of that type, same type of, of body, maybe, you know, put on some weight and like really become a real banger with some great shooting ability. And he really has a great defender and ability to one of our favorite phrases, Pat, what is a uh, positional versatility. Is that yeah, our favorite phrase, phrase under Rick Pitino? Uh, his ability to defend sort of like the, the one through three, maybe again, if he puts on a little weight, could maybe even become more of like a, a stretch four at times when we go small lineup. So yeah, just, I think he's a great another complimentary piece that will fit in great with the rest of the roster next year. And, and Rick, you can tell what his type of player is that he likes, what he's trying to build with. And that's guys that can shoot, that have, are willing defenders and can sort of play multiple positions. So yeah, great addition. Yeah. And like you said, like likes guys who live in the gym. And I didn't get a chance to see the interview by Jaden. I, I plan on checking it out later. But uh, to hear he was in the gym practicing today, you know, that makes sense. It's, it's fitting kind of, you know, to, to circle back to how much Coach Patino has stressed that as a, a need for him when it comes to players he's targeting. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, Jaden played a, a, a heck of a competitive comp, uh, level of competition in both high school AAU circuit. So it'll be very familiar to high-level basketball. It'll be interesting to see if we get the um, Patino bump in recruiting rankings um, that a lot of the elite schools and coaches seem to get once a player signs there. You know, in the past, folks have joked that St. John's would recruit a kid and then his, his ranking would slip a little bit if he were to commit early. But uh, we'll see if Jaden can perhaps jump up from that 60 to 75 range up into the top 50 range. Um, and go from there. Either way, you know, he's the same player we're getting, so I don't really get too caught up in those rankings, but it'd be nice for those who do care to see that uh, that that rise, and obviously I'm sure it'd be nice for Jaden himself too. Yeah, um, and, the, and the interviewer did mention during the, the stream tonight that, you know, sort of keep the eyes on the rankings as he had just performed so well lately that it would be likely that he would be moving up a little bit from his current, uh, I think he's 77 with on their rankings right now, which, I mean, that in of itself is already like a quality addition to sure, know, yeah. It. And you know, I mean, you, I would live in that range. You know, like I'd have no problem if we lived in that top fifty, like fifty to one hundred range. That's that's a high level basketball player who, um, oftentimes will lead to be good. You know, multi year players. And if you can't get into the top twenty five to forty range, then then so be it. You build with transfers. You build with. Um, multi-year guys, and I'm, I wouldn't put it past Patino from snagging a couple five-stars here and there either. So um, it's certainly exciting. It's certainly a change of times and a change of pace, and it's just uh, one after the other like dominoes. He's just been setting them up and knocking them down, and it's exciting to see where it's going to go from here. Um, speaking of setting them up and knocking them down, I think the first recruit St. John's got when Patino um, first you know, took in a, a bevy of transfers was one Dennis Jenkins. Um, 
who recently was declared eligible. Um, there was an article this past week from, um, who did I say it was, Zagoria, uh, Adam Zagoria, I think, who, who quoted Patino, and Patino was extremely high on, on Jenkins and how much he means to this roster. Um, almost made it seem like he was invaluable. And of course, you know, any coach is going to talk up a guy within a situation like that, but he knows uh, Jenkins extremely well, and Jenkins is the, the lone player uh, looking to get, you know, serious playing time this next season. That was a part of Patino's system in the past. So that point guard coach relationship is one thing. It's another one where they got some experience together. And um, I'm certainly happy that Dennis is back on the team. Let's pull up the old uh, the scattering report we had when he signed. Um, in case those forgot, Dennis last year at Iona, he averaged 15 and a half points, four and a half rebounds, five assists. He shot 42% from the field, 36% from three, and 80% from the free throw line. Um, his 4.9 assists to 2.2 turnovers were better than anyone in St. John's last year. His 27.9 assist rate was the 110th best in the entire country. Um, he had five games versus bigger, bigger conferences and had averages of 14 points, four assists, three and a half rebounds, 1.6 steals, and a 24 to 9 assist to turnover ratio, which is just ridiculous. Um, Dennis is another guy who has quality size, can shoot, but like Coach Patino mentioned he seems to be the only guy who's really has the inclination to get guys going before getting himself shots, and that's a huge part to me. And uh, what makes a you know a quality basketball team a a quality basketball team having guys willing to share the basketball and get other guys open at the uh, expense of their own their own shots. Cole, any thoughts on Dennis? Yeah, just uh, obviously it was something we were waiting on and anxious about. So great to finally get like the information that he was going to be eligible and that we're good to go. I, I, obviously you slot him in as the day one starting point guard. Um, I think at some point, I know I've said this on our, our previous conversations, but I think Simeon Wilcher could potentially take that over just because of the level, the high quality uh, recruit that he is coming in. And maybe that would happen before conference play if he really shows what he can do. But I think Danis's familiarity with the, Rick Pitino's program, like that's invaluable. Uh, obviously, the numbers he put up last year, I, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure those were the best numbers of his career playing under Pitino. And yeah. 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 So, he had two years at Pacific. I think he averaged 11 points his second year there, and then he had a great year in Juco. But yeah, um, yeah by far his best year in, in D1. With Pitino, yeah. The, the ability to take care of the ball like that that um, assisted turnover ratio that you have against the, the bigger level conferences yeah. from last year. I mean, that's, those are eye popping numbers. So if, if he can shoot at a high clip, like he did last year, if he can protect the rock, like I, then you're and like Patino said, create for others, then you're talking about a great point guard to have to start our season with. And, and what just a, a veteran laden team that we'll have for Rick's first year to sort of smooth the transition into the new Rick Patino regime. It's just, Super, super yeah. exciting, and you know, I'm it's, glad we have sort of a veteran guy to run the point, to sort of run the show for us. So, like you mentioned, experienced guy and experienced team. It's almost though like a uh, like a extremes. Like it's an oxymoron in itself because you've got so much experience, fifth year, sixth year guys. Patino himself has you know a wealth load of experience as a college coach, but it's so little experience together. Like, um, so you're getting that maturity and a lot of that is a big part of experience, but we don't have much experience playing together. Um, so it's, it's not exactly the same thing as having, you know, a, a team like we had with Lavin's first year when we had seven seniors who had played together for four years, who, you know, on average age and average playing experience would be much less experienced than even this team. 
but the the days in the gym and the uh, the growth together means a lot, I think. So it'll be interesting to see. And I love the fact that he's going out there and um, has some some big matchups early. This Rutgers game, albeit an yeah. ex- uh, exhibition, gives him a great chance to see his guys in a live type atmosphere. Um, and then Michigan right after that. So I'm excited, Cole. I know I'll barely get sleep between now and uh, well now October 21st, but uh, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, any closing remarks from you? Anything you're looking just forward wake to? Me up. Wake me up on game day. Like, wake me up. Well, let me just sleep until then. No. I, want the, I, I want the prediction right now, Cole. Who's winning that exhibition game? Uh, you know they're keeping score. Uh, well, yeah, we're taking that. There's no question. Rutgers is in yeah. big trouble. Dude, and I, I think I mentioned it right when, when in our first podcast, right when Patino was first hired, was I was really excited to see the type of level of players that Patino could bring in after having a year of like building relationships with local programs and with local recruits. And to see a kid like Jaden Glover now committing, it's I think that is just the beginning of the type of quality recruits we're going to see coming through this door. Uh, I love, like I said before, having a, a veteran-laden team this year really gives us high expectations of what they can do in his first year. But then having all those scholarships come off the books opens up the ability to recruit like the high school level or maybe potentially some impact transfers that can see that they would have playing time coming in next year. So to to have Jaden now on board, I think is a tremendous start to this recruiting class along with Lefteris Leotopoulos. So it's not forget. Yeah. It's not forget him. Yeah. I think the, the future's bright. The current status of the program right now is bright. And could we ask for a better coach to be leading this program? I don't think so. So, so exciting. So exciting. Can't wait for more. I'm sure we'll be back here sooner than we think. Talk about some other big news. Um, until next time, Cole, thanks again for Lou Carnesecca. This has been Pat Kane. That's, Lo- that's Cole Latshaw, the Red Storm Rapid Reaction Podcast. Peace.